What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time, and it is Thursday already here in Los Angeles, September 30th, 2021 A.D. And I have another supposedly Christian song. Well, it's not actually even supposedly Christian. (laughs) I've been playing some uh, okay music for you guys. And the name of the group is okay. It's a one-man band. Marty Anderson from 2005 album Low Road. And I, uh, this is sort of a ballad. It's a long one. Five minutes long. So enjoy. This track is entitled Oh. I like to share some of my music with you guys if you're joining for the first time. This is entitled O, as in O-H, by OK. I hope you like it, and grin and bear it, cover your ears, hit mute, or musical Philistines, I shall be talking you through it. Here's O by OK. Nice. From Absolutely Kosher Records up in Berkeley, California. Sound like liberals to me. But this guy is pretty deep. I should be live on Odyssey. Let me check. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's garbage by Hake. (laughs) This music is beyond weird. This guy has Crohn's disease. That's why he sounds like that, I think. I think he's talented. Not bad. Sounds depressing, though. Yeah, that dude. It's moody. It's emotional. Good tunes. (laughs) So far, only one decent song. Hey, next. I think you guys can relate to this. To be stabbed in the 
Thank you, Tex-Mex. First hate song I've liked. Needs double bass. Cookie Monster vocals. Some testosterone. <laughs> He's saying it hurts to be stabbed in the back. For singing about having a, whole, a full life, this guy sounds pretty sad. Closet emo kid, hey? <laughs> I guess. Sounds like Death Cab for Cutie. And I once looked to you when I was down and blue. Time to kick the cats. You said to me, Boy, you're right where I want you to be. It'll never be you. It'll always be me. <laughs> this guy's voice, this guy's voice sounds like Macy Gray. <laughs> the heck on song like Tom Waits but no bass in the voice well guys I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did I truly love or loved okay by Marty Anderson horrible song says Andrew G this is rough hakes says Luke over there on Facebook what's up yeah it does I thought that it was a oh there's a dead rat in the kitchen with uh, rat traps I thought it was a grandmother singing this when I first heard this music, but I actually really got, I like this guy. But anyway, guys, anyway, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la, la, la. fine. I hope you like my okay music. I am wearing a La 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 Hake t-shirt. Shout out to the great, the one and only, the best designer that you will ever meet. Uh, man, I'm blanking. Lock your door. 
Shout out, man. He designed this. I forget if it was Mark's idea, too. Mark helped design some of the t-shirts, too. Some of the designs. And so did uh, Bub's Love. Very nice. Mark from, uh... Mark from down in... What do you call it? SD. Not South Dakota, San Diego. Guys, I... You can find my t-shirts by going to thehakereport.com and then I think you click on Teespring. Something like that. Teespring.com slash stores slash thehakereport. I have some stuff to share with you. I'm going to talk about uh, the Vax madness. We have a major crackdown because there is a disinformation problem. I gave you a bad example, that upstanding Christian black male... 23-year-old independent thinker named um, Jonathan Isaac. A bad example of a person. And a good example of a person, sleazy Joe Biden with his hairy arm getting his booster shot allegedly on camera on a TV set and all the mainstream media taking his picture. (laughs) I just saw a sticker on my DLive that has get a job, the get a job, me wearing a get a job t-shirt, zooms in on the get a job logo. Get a job being an excellent YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you support him on Patreon. I do, too. I support Get a Job on Patreon. Because he's doing great work spreading uh, Jesse Lee Peterson's message with um, excellent viral videos. Jesse Lee Peterson's savage moments. It zooms way in on the Get a Job logo, and then it zooms out, and then it's me. Nice. That's cool. Appreciate that, DLive crew. But, um... You know, they're pushing the vax madness. And the, the best message is the one that Trump put out. Do not worry. Do not let it run your life. And um, Jonathan Isaac, the one who I called a bad example, facetiously, of course. I'm being somewhat sarca- so, sarcastic, really. Although his hair is a pretty bad example. Kind of like my music. <laughs> He said, uh, we should love each other no, no matter what. what. Love one another. If uh, somebody's a, a vax-tard, <coughs> love them. If somebody's an anti-vax-tard, you don't hate them. But the uh, liberals, the most pushy pro-vax people, are just full, so full of hatred. And a lot of uh, the other people on, on our side <coughs> are angry and hateful themselves. And some other things to talk about, the climate hysteria, supply chain disruption. Some of you guys may know more about that than I, but I will present a little bit about it. (laughs) Did you know that the leading conservative in America today is Bill (laughs) Kristol, the never-Trumper, the coward, simp, cuck? And I don't like using that word, but it means, the way I use it, it means betraying what's right in favor of, of what's evil. And... The most based person ever, Matt Walsh. I have a clip of him could, uh, confronting some uh, dummies at a, at a school board meeting. Nice. He has appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show before. But first, I have for you guys some pro-refugee propaganda. When Afghans arrived, this is from the Washington Compost hat tip, Mark Levin. I rightfully stole it 
because this is America. Um, he calls them the Washington Compost, and I use it. It's a great name. When Afghans arrived, this was shared by Apple News. Ridiculous. Apple doesn't make news. Kind of like people say Drudge doesn't report anything. Well, he kind of does. Sometimes he breaks news. But, um... So, <laughs> Big Bump says, I like it. Oh, so that isn't Macy Gray? <laughs> Macy Gray has this, this one song that I really like, and I forget what it was. I probably have it on my... I don't want to get too distracted. Maybe I'll have to come back to that. But I'm too distracted already. I got to go to find this Macy Gray song. Macy Gray, she's black, or was. I Try, 1999, was this song that I used to like. Let me see if I can give you a sample of what it was without getting a copyright ding. You guys recognize this? Let me see if I... Yeah. (laughs) You hear it at all? Doesn't that sound a little bit like okay? Anyway, I don't want to get copyright striked. Did you guys catch that? I don't know if you guys could hear that. But she does sound a lot like Marty Anderson of okay. No offense to either one. I, I love them both. If I love anybody, I love Macy Gray and Marty Anderson uh, of OK. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Please don't play that ache, says Ashley. What's up, Facebook people? Listen to this propaganda. It's ridiculous and it's predictable. The liberals are so phony. And when I li- mean, when I say liberals, I mean communists. People keep on talking about Drudge. Drudge is trash. I don't know. You notice, though, that I haven't been reading. Used, used to be Hake News was all Drudge reports, Drudge reports. Now I'm reading CNN and The Skim and sometimes The Epic Times. Is that an improvement? <laughs> Look at the, these headlines. I have some pictures from some screenshots of their photographs from this article. When Afghans arrived, a tiny Virginia town became divided and two versions of America were exposed. It's from the Washington Compost by Megan Flynn. Megan Flynn. M-E-A-G-A-N. Is that Megan or Megan? I don't know. Flynn. Any relation to the great... General Flynn? I don't know. This is not an honest woman. And this was put out September 25th. So I guess, what was that, Saturday? I'm not even sure. And they have these people hugging each other. And these people are from a refugee resettlement. I don't know, would that be called an MNGO? No. NGO is a non-government organization, a non-profit, so-called, a do-gooder organization. Oh, a bunch of liberals, in other words. Scumbags. Some of them are, are nice people. Some, I assume, are nice people. Look at this picture of this beautiful town that the Washington Compost uh, photographer Julia Rendleman photographed. The setting of an illuminate historic buildings in Blackstone, Blackstone, uh, Virginia. Tiny Virginia town. Why are they 
why are they putting refugees in a tiny Virginia town, I wonder? Oh, they have room for them? Oh, the, the whites are not making babies? Look at this beautiful town. Does that look anything like Afghanistan to you? Wouldn't you want the Afghanistan refugees to go to a place that looks like Afghanistan, where they can be comfortable? And they can blend in with the people? Oh, no, they need to come... Maybe, aren't they supposed to go to a neighboring... a neighboring country? The rule for refugees is you go to a neighboring country to hole up for a while until the trouble blows over and then you go back. But no, they come over here and they stay over here. At least that's what I learned from the great former JLP guest, Fallen State guest, Anne Coulter. That's what I read. A town of 3,600 people in rural south side of Virginia. Mayor Billy Colburn is bracing himself for the uh, reaction of the people. Because some people are not happy. Other people are like, oh, let's refugees welcome, even though they're not refugees. They're evacuees, if anything. By the way, check out Refugee Resettlement Watch. She has been on the Jesse Lee Peterson Show a couple of times. Shout out to the great um, Caroline from New York. Long time since I've heard from Caroline, but she told me about Anne Corcoran. I think it's A-N-N, maybe A-N-N-E, Corcoran, C-O-R-C-O-R-A-N, Corcoran, Refugee Resettlement Watch, Refugee Resettlement, her, I think, there was a website, you know how website web hosters and servers are deplatforming Americans, and these Americans have to go to foreign servers, well that, Something similar happened to Refugee Resettlement Watch. Uh, I think WordPress shut down her website. Okay, I think it is refugeeresettlementwatch.org. But she used, she had a de- more than a decade worth of stuff, maybe more than that, worth of watching these refu- Office of Refugee Resettlement because that is one of the ways, out of many, that they, the establishment, the government, which is the enemy of the people, has been subverting America and taking away, suppressing the voting rights of the Americans by replacing them. Remember those people who were in, uh, um, what do they call them? Charlottesville, Virginia. They said, Jews will not replace us. And that was considered so hateful. And I don't know those people, but they have a a valid complaint that Americans have been replaced. They talk about the, or are being replaced. They they talk about the um, Immigration Act of 1965 or 63 or whenever it happened. The Hart Sellers Act pushed by, was it pushed by, it was pushed by one of the Kennedys. Was it Ted or, I don't know, one of the dishonest ones. Are they all dishonest? One of the even worst dishonest ones. Sick stuff. And they said, oh, the, the demographics of the country won't change. Of course they did and will. And to this day. But check out refugeeresettlementwatch.org if you want to know stuff that's going on. To this day! It's ridiculous. And, oh, these the WordPress. 
WordPress is a liberal platform that lets you host your website on, on their stuff, right? Or something. And they shut this woman down with no recourse, pretending that she's hateful. They're the ones who are hateful. They hate white Americans. They hate America. It's ridiculous. Anyway, this mayor, Colburn, this is the line shared in this Washington, Washington Compost article by Megan, Megan Flynn, M-E-A-G-A-N. Colburn watched as his town seemed to crack into two different Americas. One, welcoming the evacuees with floods of donations and compassion. Remember uh, that rhino, kind of fat, Mormon, used to be kind of tough, or at least act tough, but then he turned into a coward, a groveling simp, and I still like him. Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck and Ted Cruz sending teddy bears and soccer balls to the unaccompanied alien children coming across the border in that surge in like 2014 when Obama was running the show and he was letting the illegals flood into the country. I heard Obama, Fox News was all excited, Obama says it's unsustainable to have open borders. Obama let these people into the country like crazy. I heard he deported a bunch of people too, but he had open borders. He was letting the children come in and those are the ones we're going to grow up to be good liberal voters. Give me a break. Anyway, uh, two different Americas. One welcoming the evacuees with floods of donations and compassion. And the other apprehensive and suspicious. Rightfully so. Believing the mere presence of the foreigners posed a threat to the town's safety. Indeed. You don't know these people. Not welcome. Not welcome. <laughs> it's a line from a... American History X. <laughs> anyway, I didn't like that movie. It was gross. A recent arrest of one Afghan refugee evacuee, not a refugee, evacuee, at Fort Pickett <laughs> on charges of grand larceny. I do not have any tattoos, by the way. <laughs> That's a reference to that movie. He has a swastika on his chest, and he pulls down his... I have to explain this movie scene, because it's so funny. <laughs> I watched it with my friends at, before, right after we graduated from high school, American History X. It was a vulgar movie. I did not like the curb-biting scene. I did not like the shower prison scene. And I didn't like most of it. And it felt like propaganda, even back then. I wasn't aware of just how evil stuff was, but I knew that there was this, this scaremongering about white racism. Give me a break. But... <laughs> Uh, who's the actor who's in it? Mark, oh, man, blanking on his name. Oh, man. He plays in The Departed, and he's a pretty good actor, actually. But he's all buff in this movie, and he's a white radical. American History X. And his mom is dating a Jewish guy, and the, and the son, who's, what, is he living with his, that, <laughs> living with his mother? I don't know. Edward Norton, yeah, thank you. Edward Norton. My friend used to think that I looked like Edward Norton at that time. Yeah, uh, oh, he was not in The Departed? Are you sure? But, uh, Matt Damon. Uh, Edward Norton was not in The Departed? There were so many people in it, though, right? Mark Wahlberg, Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon. 
Jack Nicholson, 100%. Martin Sheen, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Man, what, what was he in then? I thought he was in something else. Yeah, he was in Fight Club, which I didn't watch. He was also, I didn't know this, but he was also in one of those weird ones with that, that old guy who was a cannibal. Um, I was thinking of, not Silence of the Lambs, but maybe one of the others. Maybe it was, was it Red Dragon? I don't know. Anyway, good actor. Probably a dumb liberal, evil person, my guess. Innocent and less proven guilty, though. Leonardo, Matt, and Mark all look alike. <laughs> but anyway, he pulls down his wife beater, the, the A-shaped shirt, tank top, and he shows his, that he has a swastika. That's the Nazi sign. It's also a, a peace symbol for, means wholeness <laughs> to, the Amer- to the India people. And he said, this means not welcome. <laughs> what a mess. The Jew blamers end up working for the Jews. What a mess. But he, re- he reformed because he went, went into a prison and had to work alongside a black guy. And he was nice to him. And some guy was taught him. And then his brother turned all radical and got... Well, I don't want to spoil the movie for you. But anyway, back to this story about apprehension and suspicion versus welcoming the evacuees. <laughs> a recent arrest of one ev- Afghan evacuee at Fort Pickett on charges, of gr- on charges of grand larceny after he was accused of stealing a car on base had only inflamed their suspicions. Yeah, these people are act erratic and out of control. Oh, the swastika means luck for the India people, says Samuel the Swede. Yeah, and so look at these pictures. There's some welcomers and some uh, not-so-welcoming people. Behind the bar at the brew house, James Harvey. Look at this black guy. He is a, he is a, uh, he's wearing like this peach shirt, collared shirt. Uh, pretty skinny black guy. James Harvey said he heard about the negative murmuring in the town, but his instinct was to be a humanitarian first, his words. As a black man, and this Washington Compost article capitalizes the word be in black, it's ridiculous, that's kissing up to the blacks, it's supposed to be lowercase. In the South, he said he felt for the Afghans and what they would have to face as they tried to acclimate to new lives in America, noting the prejudice as any minority in America would. Give me a break. We're the nicest people to the so-called minorities, including the Southerners. Southerners are decent people, and they're honest. I don't, I don't think not one person here would want to sh- switch shoes with any of the refugees. They're not refugees, Harvey. They talk that talk but won't walk that walk, says Harvey. Harvey... James Harvey, the manager at the brew house in Blackstone, small town in Virginia, said he understands the hard time evacuees would have minorities living in the United States. Of course they would trade places if they were in Afghanistan. They would, of course, give me a break. No wonder they came here to America. Please, this guy's not being, he's not thinking clearly. Then again, 
he's black and he thinks that he's a victim. He can understand why some small business owners who have struggled during the pandemic, meaning the communist shutdowns, could see the federal government giving money to the Afghans to help them start new lives and feel a sense of frustration. So at least he understands that because he's a businessman. One guy was Al Moore. Look at this guy. He's a, uh, looks like a white man, 71 years old, owner of Farmer's Cafe on Main Street in this small town in Virginia, south side. His restaurant had barely survived the pandemic. Give me a break. The pandemic did not threaten his restaurant. It was the communist shutdowns. Al Moore, he was hanging on with the help of federal relief. Now he grumbled. Taxpayers were helping people from a foreign country when people right here in his own community needed help. We don't owe them a damn thing, said Moore, 71 years old. Boomer. Of the Afghan evacuees that recently arrived, standing outside his restaurant beside a black banner hanging in the window that said, We will never forget. The timing of the arrival of the Afghans around the 20th century of 9-11 had Moore particularly upset. Instead of honoring the military and first responders... He believes we bring the ones here who blew up the Twin Towers. <laughs> nice. But then this, this fact-checking, dumb, liberal female writer of this article, Megan Flynn, says, Note, none of the 9-11 hijackers were Afghans, but they were Middle Eastern Muslims. They were Middle Eastern Muslims. At least we believe. Moore said he, was, he found himself afraid even to walk around Blackstone, and some nights he has wondered if an invasion was possible. I keep a pistol on me all the time, he said, because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we just saw the towns torn apart by the Black Lives Matter scumbags, the radicals. Here's one more example of welcomers, blacks. Pastor Travis Warren and his wife, Deaconess Letitia Warren, and are they holding hands in this picture? Oh, no, they're just holding the same pew, pew pulpit thing. Pew. A pew is not a pulpit. The bench thing. Spring Hill pastor Travis Warren said he could understand some of the mixed feelings in Blackstone about Fort Pickett's mission. He experienced them himself his, at first. His son fought in Afghanistan from 2019 to 2020. Oh, I didn't know we had a war. Uh, During the tour, two soldiers in his son's unit were killed in an attack by a man who was wearing the uniform of an Afghan soldier. The arrival of so many Afghans who aided the United States, allegedly, in the war effort and their chain migration, so-called family members, right, brought those painful memories to the surface. But then I would ask myself this question. What would Jesus do, says this black preacher, explained Warren, who is a doctor of divinity. (laughs) She called him a doctor of divinity. That means you have a PhD in divinity. means you just studied mess. And in spite of what happened, Jesus would still take care of the need. So I felt like as a church, that's what we would do. On the first Sunday in September, Warren appealed to his congregation from the pulpit in Spring Hills Sanctuary. One of the things I want you to think about, imagine yourself having to leave everything that you own and possess and go to a foreign land that you have never been to before with nothing but what you have on your back, he told his congregation. Would you want someone, anyone, to offer a helping hand to you? Well, I'll tell you, Spring Hill, you stepped up to the plate. Dumb liberal 
Dumb liberal blacks, huh? Fall for that fake idea of that fake compassion. What a, what a mess. Bunch of propaganda. Megan Flynn pushing that mess and pretending to tell their story. And the whites, the whites tend to do all kinds, bend over backwards for people. They're the most, like, giving people, Christians, uh, to, a, to a fault. Pathetic. Blackstone. All one word, Blackstone. And they're pretending that, the, uh, that these refugees even need to come here. They don't. They're not refugees. They don't need to come here. Doctor of divinity. That's rich. I got my divine intellect from God. No fake degree, says Esoteric. Yeah. M.R. Jennings says Katie Hopkins, she's a British woman, who she was on the fallen state, warned us once they move in, the, Isl- the Islam's in, it's over. Yeah, I mean, they say once it gets to 10%, it just goes out of control. They take over because they're so pushy and violent, and the whites tend to be so, like, compliant. White kindness is their Achilles heel, says Liberty Slinger. Whites are blamed irrationally. And I think it's because they're kind of, why not send them to Canada? I think it's because they, uh, weakness just invites uh, genocide and, and attacks and smears and scapegoating. Weakness. I say the country has no more room, says Michelle67. What a mess. A terrible mess. Let me read some super chats before I get to calls, guys. Over there on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Single mom doing her best donated a couple of super chats and, and asked 30 minutes ago, how is this Christian music? <laughs> well, I was actually getting away from just only listening to Christian music, so this is not Christian music. But this guy, Marty Anderson of, uh, okay. I, he, I remember reading something about him, like, he had this crazy Crohn's disease, and he's suffering, and he's all in. Yesterday, he sang this song that was sort of a knockoff, you guys caught on, of Amazing Grace, and I felt that it was, I don't know if he's a Christian or not. I don't even know if he's alive anymore or not. Marty Anderson of okay. He may be. He was in a band called Dilute and other groups, too. Up there, and I think up in the Berkeley area, but I don't know. Which would indicate probably a liberal, but who knows. But uh, when, you've, when you suffer, I think that you realize things. And I think that he realized some things and found stuff that was true, even if he didn't go all the way with it. Or m- maybe he did. I don't know. But he said, oh, I don't live in my head anymore. Which is a good thing. That's a good thing. You don't want to be living in your head. Meaning, in, meaning th- living life, thinking about stuff, trying to figure stuff out, and all that mess. So that's cool. And I felt that that was actually a respectful rendition, or actually, he, he, he likened it to Amazing Grace. Once was blind, but now he sees, type of a situation. So I thought that that was not making a mockery. It was not just a bunch of nonsense lyrics, even though some people didn't felt that it was a bunch of nonsense. It's kind of vague and simple, the lyrics. 
He just repeats stuff over and over again. Is that satanic when they repeat stuff over and over again? At least three times they do it. Single mom doing her best gave another super chat and says, The government literally acts like children and mom. Yeah. The dad who pays bills will say, No pets. And the children will sneak a shoebox with a squirrel into the house overnight. As soon as the dad objects, the mom overrules and the squirrel tears up the house. Great point, single mom doing her best. Yeah. I see, honestly, I see the, the dad is the, the weak rhinos. Because you know how you have to forgive your father for being weak? And the rhinos are so weak and they're just pandering and they kiss up to the women and they kiss up to the blacks. They've just been weak. They just roll over for the uh, evil women party, evil woman party, that's Democrats, to come in and just Nancy Pelosi, Barack Obama, total girls, uh, sleazy Joe Biden. He's like sniffing up the woman spirit into his, into his nostrils and soul and empty head. That's how he maintains his woman spirit <laughs> when he's sniffing the woman's hair. <laughs> Just so womanly, so female, so evil, so malicious. So they co- complain about bullying. They're the ones who are imposing on everybody. So pathetic. They attack and smear and violate and destroy, blame the victims, meaning the people who get violated. And pretend, oh, we need to violate more because we've caused a crisis now. Oh, we, we've gotten rid of all of, the, uh, all of the opposition inside of these fields. We've successfully subverted the hospital industry by getting rid of the people who are independent-minded and don't want to take a, a vaccine. And so now we have a crisis, too, and we need even more money and power. What a mess. So, yeah, great point. Single mom doing her best. The government has always been filled with so many evil people. Terrible. Let me just double check the Odyssey. O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the the Hake Report. I almost said the Fallen State. There is a the Fallen State TV. Oh, I forgot to read these super chats uh, from yesterday, I do believe. Dan East, Dan underscore East, gave a super chat on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hague Report slash live, and stated, third hour, all big, with all of these exclamation points. I appreciate the request. Man, I don't know. I don't know. (sighs) But I appreciate it. I'm seeing more and more calls for a third hour, or some people just want some overtime. And, I don't know, we'll have to see. We shall, we shall see. Let me see. There were some more Super Chats. Uncle Ted 88 I do believe, gave a Super Chat and said, yes, he did. And said, Odyssey fam, let's go. Shout out, Shaggy Boy, Brandon M, Asmador, Noah's Ark, Kansas, Cheesehead69. Come to Odyssey, friends. O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at... The Hake Report. Appreciate that. That's cool. Very fun times. And, uh, good vibes. <laughs> Positive vibes only. <laughs> uh, feel good nonsense. But Asmodor says over there with a, an Odyssey super chat, I want extreme weather. 
What we call extreme weather is beta. Percent inches of rain in an hour is a flash flood. <laughs> I want 50. 7.2 on the Richter scale is an earth Richter scale is an earthquake. I want 25. <laughs> Isn't 10 the highest or something? Or 10 is supposed to be the big one? I don't know, but he wants 25 on the Richter scale. <laughs> Weather should keep life interesting, says Asmador. Interesting. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you guys for the super chats over there. And uh, somebody else wanted me to say... I think Asmador said, I don't know if I... Oh, yeah, I I read this one about wearing three masks indoors while self-administering intravenous injections of every brand of COVID vax simultaneously on every hour, on the hour, every hour. If you're not doing this as well, you're a murderer and you're selfish. (laughs) Anyway, thank you, guys. Appreciate the support. That's cool. Let me quickly get to Joe in Phoenix, Arizona. I thought of you. Joe in Phoenix, Arizona, when I was mentioning this. How are you doing, Joe? What's up? Good morning, James. Good morning. All right. You know, we've talked about Obama and his anti-immigration policy many times. His his what immigration policy? Anti-illegal. Oh, he has an anti-illegal immigration policy? Well, listen, here's his numbers directly from ICE and not some liberal source. ICE is a liberal source. ICE is liberal, really? Yes. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because all of the deep state is liberal. Have you, have you looked at the donation numbers in the uh, executive branch departments of Hillary Clinton donations versus Donald J. Trump donations? It is through the roof. The Department of Homeland Security included, which includes ICE, I would say. I would saying ICE is... ICE was good under Trump, but bad under Obama's work. I'm not saying ICE was good under Trump. All right, look. Go ahead. <laughs> through, through 2009 through 2011, over 385,000 illegals were deported. That's not enough. Okay? With, That's very with a low. high of 409,000 in, in 2012. Those are record numbers, James. Record numbers. It's too low. Okay. He was, and he wasn't even going after criminals, I heard. He was going after people who were working and staying out of trouble. In fact, I told you that, that here in Arizona, many uh, Latin groups were calling him the deporter-in-chief. And I know, they're never happy. They're never happy. So anyway, James, it was far from an open borders policy, is, is my point. He had record deportations, and yes, the are you aware from return. Are you aware that... that, that Go yes, ahead. he changed that. That was different from return because when you deport someone versus returning them, they have to wait five years before before applying for asylum. And that that's why he did it. When you deport, you have to wait five years. If you return them, they can yeah. come right back. Same day. Interesting. Well, man, sure. um, I don't know if you're aware, but we saw on camera untold numbers of unaccompanied alien children flooding into the country, and Obama was letting it happen. So well, you can did, say, you can that, cite yeah. all these numbers that you want, and I'm sure he deported a lot, and they did mm-hmm. change the definition of deportations too, but um, and, but oh, he was he was about, letting uh, them in like crazy, and he was for oh. he was he, he he put in DACA, 
deferred action for so-called childhood arrivals? I just said that, James. You're not listening. I just said that. But when, he, when and he put in he... DAPA. Have you ever heard of DAPA? D- defer, deferred action for parents of Americans means parents of anchor babies. Illegals who came in here illegally had, a, had an anchor baby, and he tried to put in that. Well, that's a long conversation. But when it's not long conversation. It means Obama was pro-illegal. Uh, he was for this invasion. James, when he was a senator, he voted for the first barrier to be put up also. It's irrelevant. Where was the, where's that barrier? It's still there, actually. It's not, nowhere near as, as good as, as, as a Trump's. law or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, James. To say that Obama was just for open borders, come on in, is ridiculous. The evidence he let them come that. on in. Did he deport and all those, just, those unaccompanied alien children? Did he stop them from numbers. coming on in? Record numbers of deportations, James. You're, you're, you're not answering my question. More than any other president. You're not answering my question. Everyone. Did he, or did he, or did he not let those unaccompanied alien children come on in? James DACA did did not go into effect from day one of of his admin. I'm not talking about DACA. I'm talking about unaccompanied alien children who flooded in during that surge in 2014. Well, Obama was the one who built the cages that got right. so much bad, bad I know. Hub, right? I know. I'm fine with the cages. I love the cages. But we yeah, should... You we said should... something good about Obama. Oh, my God. Are you... You're, you're conveniently ignoring my question. Did he let those una- UACs, unaccompanied alien children, flood into the country? Flood? No. In some cases, yes. They were flooding. They were, it was called a border surge. It was documented even in the mainstream media. And you are, just, just, you are just lying about it. For, you are, just give the man credit for deporting more illegals than any no, other president. I don't, I'm not going to give him credit for anything like that. Because he is not a creditable person. Those are just the facts, James. No, you're ignoring the obvious fact that he put in DACA. He tried to put in DAPA. And he let the unaccompanied alien children come on in. James, you do know that presidents can't... And you can't even admit it. You can't even admit it. You can't even admit that. It has to go through Congress. He, he just didn't, didn't put it you in. You don't right? have to go through Congress to secure the border. That is part of the Constitution. That's one of the main jobs of the federal government, is to enforce James, our that, immigration that's Trump, laws. That's why Trump couldn't build a wall. You are... Go through Congress. Right? I'm, I'm sorry. Did you, say, did you say that he let in the unaccompanied alien children? Have you, have you acknowledged that yet, Joe? Did you say that? Did you say that, Joe? Did you say it? I can't hear. You're not listening at all. My my ears must be stopped up. Did Joe say that he let in the illegal alien children? Some, not a flood. He's let in a flood. Now, James, did he deport more than any other president? So dishonest. Oh my gosh, you're the dishonest one. You can't even admit that. That what the numbers say, and you're calling ICE a a liberal source. They are liberal. They were hated. When, when they, they were hated by the liberals. The liberals hate liberals. It's not a surprising thing. Look at how... They were calling look at how sleazy to be, to be are you aware that with. Are you aware that illegals flooded into the country under Joe Biden? All right, James. We're are you aware? Answer this question. I, I just, I just want, well, Answer this question, you. Joe. Are you aware that illegals and flooded into the Biden, country? And I didn't call about Biden. Answer the question. I'm making a point about the liberals who are criticizing liberal Obama. 
Are you aware that illegals flooded into the country under Joe Biden? Most recently. That is clear, yes. And you are you aware are you aware that are you aware that immigration advocates criticized Joe Biden for sending some of them back to Haiti? James, if you want me, are you aware of that? Honestly, then you answer me honestly. Are you aware that immigration advocates, meaning the people who support this invasion, I will answer you if you answer me when when I ask you. Did no Obama deals. More than in, don't okay, don't then, be playing then, a deal. I'm not going to answer you. I'm not going to answer you then. Because you don't want to be honest. Because you don't want to be honest and just admit you, the facts. <laughs> you don't want to be honest. Because you know that immigration radicals, the invasion radicals, are going to never be happy with Obama or Biden, no matter how many illegals they let into the country. If they deport anybody, well, they're going to be mad. You mean? What? In record, in record numbers, you mean? If they deport anybody, they will be mad. Far more than Trump, right? I, I don't that. know, because Former, they didn't former, let Trump deport oh, people. Oh, not, oh, now you don't know. They didn't let Trump deport people, so I don't know what the real numbers are. Okay, Jack. You are a dishonest, lying, deflect sleazy deny. Deflect, snake. Deflect and deny. You're the one pretending that you're the oh one pretending God, you're, that you're, liberal complainers means that Obama that's, that's, wasn't that's liberal. That's a huge snake. That's a huge snake, Jake. You are, you are pretending to be a black Republican conservative, we but you voted for so Obama many, and you hate Trump. Call. I don't hate <laughs> Trump at all. Yes, you do. You hate Trump. You hate Jesse. You hate anybody manly who is good for the country. Oh, my God. You, you no hate anybody who is Trump. good for the country, good for the blacks. You have no you reason to hate Trump I hate Trump at all. I've never said yes, I, you do. I hate you hated ever. Obama. You think Trump was inept. James, Pathetic. I go on, 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 on the record. Snake. Trump did not fix the, the debt. He said he wouldn't in one term. He didn't build the wall. Blah, blah, blah. He didn't blah. pay for it. See? Snake. He didn't, he didn't re, re, repeal and replace Obamacare. Blah, blah, blah. His record was, was not good. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And Obama was a great president. <laughs> what a loser. The record was good. The record What's wrong was with good. you? Have you are you been sick lately? James, you just absolutely cannot admit the truth. Yeah, that's really you, sad, man. That's you. And and pathetic. And it's so transparent, James. You're so transparent. You're so in the bag for all this nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense. It's nonsense that Obama was for the illegals coming into the country. One hundred percent. He deported Obama more released 202 220 that's not the facts that's one fact one cherry picked so so-called fact and you completely you ignored you can't even acknowledge oh you, you can't even acknowledge of, of here's from picking. here's from World Net Daily back in the day web Obama World released shh, real credible source not unlike you or Obama or ice <laughs> Obama Obama releases Obama releases 220 no, words. Shut up James Joe shut up Joe shut up no, Joe shut up Okay I'll put him on hold Obama released 220 illegal alien kids per day as as Big Bump goes way back in his in his emails Yeah I mean it was it was quite obvious why would he institute DACA deferred action for childhood arrivals who are going to have babies, and they'll be anchor babies, but dishonest Joe, sleepy Joe, sleepy Joe oh, from Phoenix, goodness. Arizona, doesn't want to acknowledge You're that his black hero, black president that's hero, a coward, Obama. That's a coward with, with, 
I never mention the skin color. Only you do that. No, yeah, because you because you can't stand it. But you can't stand it because you think oh, can't you think stand what you can't stand the truth about blacks. James, you're just spinning out of control. But where and what are the truth about blacks, James? The truth is, blacks need to love their fathers. They don't need all of this this training, this job training that you think you're doing. It's so good for them. It's not going to fix them. They need to love their fathers. You hate your father. That's why you hate Trump. You hate Jesse. You hate everybody who's good for America. And you love Obama, the mama. Whole pile, a whole pile of BS. First of all, bogus my speech. Dad and I are, my dad and I are great friends. And like two mamas. Dad. Like two mamas. And, and we, and we get along great. Oh, James, Nothing this, great about you. Out, 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 out of control. Oh, 100% greater than you are, for sure. Uh, Bible go to guy says. Him. Bible go to guy says. Joe is trying to split hairs. There is no difference between Pelosi, Obama, Biden, Maxine Waters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They are all of American values, hating communists. And you are. T- and you too are a opinion. communist. You support the destruction. Oh See, this guy doesn't even believe in freedom of speech. Me, all I'm doing is giving facts, and you're calling names. I'm, I gave you facts. I gave you facts. Who, I gave you alternative snake, facts James? to your facts. Yeah. All I did was, was, was give you facts and you said... You only gave me one. Was, you gave me one and you think it proves Obama was tough on the immigrants, on the illegals. More than any other president, deportation. Um, Hydro gave a super chat and asks, ask Joe if black people have moral standards. Joe. Of course they do. Of course they do. Number- why, why did they vote 96% twice for Obama, who has no morals? Long conversation, James. Answer the, qu- answer the question. If they have moral standards, why did they vote twice for Obama, who has no morals? Because black folks are in the Democratic Party for many, many historic reasons, more, more so than, than the, the Republican Party. And the Democrat Party has no morals. They are anti-morals. Now, see, we can actually agree, to some degree, on, on that statement. But you just and, want and, to And blacks support it. For, and blacks support no them. Wrong. For historical black reasons. Dem- <laughs> yeah. Black Pathetic. vote dem- Democrat because historically the Democrats have been more about centralized um, government power than states' rights, which has been against black folks. And that's the truth, whether you want to admit it or not. All right, Joe, thank you for calling, man. Thanks for getting debunked again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Anyway, uh, um, Nate Higgers 6869 says, Joe's funny today. Listen to that name that you just said, James. And, Consider uh, the source. Consider the source. <laughs> he's calling you funny. It's, it's a compliment, man. Um, no, he's a freaking idiot. And, De- and Trump Support 2021 says, Dem equals Joe. I am far from a Dem. I have a 20 plus year track record in, in the GOP and. GOP pack. That's so, what's sorry. wrong. That's Loser. part of what's wrong with the GOP. I, I, I encourage you to listen to the church service, the Sunday service throwback oh, from yesterday. That. Don't talk over me, yeah. man. The Sunday service no, throwback. Who's talking? talking? <laughs> the Sunday service throwback from yesterday was excellent. Jeffy is not a pastor in any way, shape, or form. Thank you for exposing yourself as a phony Christian. Yeah. Um, Thank you for exposing yourself as, as a complete sheeple, <laughs> sheeple. pushing pushing hate, pushing <laughs> hatred and nonsense. Are you a boomer or a Gen day. X? Have a good day, James. Bye. Are you a boomer or a Gen X? 
<laughs> anyway, I encourage you all to check out the uh, Sunday service throwback from yesterday. Have you ever done anything for anybody in which you're, uh, that was, in, for which you did not receive ego gratification? Whether it was evil or good was, that you've done for somebody. In anger or in this false compassion. Oh, I feel good. I feel proud. Of, it's, so, it's so gratifying. And he talks about how politics is so full of this um, self-interest. It's not about what's right for the country. Not what, uh, or uh, group interest. It's about why people tend to be, vote for what's right. For what's right. Because their, is, is, their mind is for what's right. Fair-mindedness. And then the others are about, oh, historical reasons. <laughs> They've been for uh, the federal government cracking down on those e- mo- mean, evil, local, racist police departments. And st- stupid stuff like that. Give me a break. Pathetic. We are at just about the top of the hour. I will get to more of your calls. Hang tight, guys. 888 888- Seven seven five three seven seven three. Did I go on too long with with uh, Sleepy Joe? <laughs> I hate got hung up on. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, I have more stuff to share with you. Uh, Terry McAuliffe is going to tell us who the leading conservative in America is. Maybe you guys have seen this, but it's funny. Matt Walsh uh, is talking all fast, just like his boss. <laughs> And I will read your super chats as well, guys. I appreciate that. But enjoy, in the meantime, this one more song from OK. I'm going to have three for you tomorrow, because tomorrow's Friday. And, oh my gosh, such a great uh, song I will have for the, for the end of the show tomorrow. And actually, my second favorite song is uh, Tomorrow Morning, too, from this album. OK, 2005, OK is the band, 2005 album, Low Road, part one. This track is entitled Game. Enjoy Game by OK, and I'll be right back for the rest, or for hour two. Hang tight.
<laughs> Sounds like Danny from The Shining. Red rope, red rope. I think that's what he's referring to. Sounds like an avid cigarette smoker. This is Santino Robles. Wow. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed. This sounds like Lep from Leprechaun in the Hood. Well, I never watched that one. Hake is blocked. <coughs> Excuse me. Sounds like, oh yeah, I said that one. Danny from The Shining. Singer had a tracheotomy. Cool. This is Lisa. Shout out to the Facebook crew. Sounds like he is singing into an Obama phone. Hake needs his mommy. Play Macy Gray instead, says Shabo or Shabbat. Is the singer on a respirator? Asks Niner3000. Is that Fauci singing? Weenish voice, like a bad trip. Dwight has grown fond of his mute button. And Top Oracle, also known as... Joe from Phoenix just destroyed Hake with facts. All Hake had was childish insults. Your mom! Nice. What's up, Jib Jab? Nice to see you over there on Twitch. Did you know I stream on Twitch? As well as Facebook, DLive, YouTube. No longer Periscope, but Twitter. No longer Trovo, because Trovo hates truth. Except... Some people are still on there. That's nice. And Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the, the Hake Report. Everything Joe says is a lie, says Asmodor. I don't believe he's a lawyer or that he works with black youths based on his word, which isn't worth a plug nickel. Asmodor says with the super chat over there on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hake Report slash live. Joe would rather lie even if the truth benefited him. He claimed that the heritability of IQ has been debunked and claimed that only the bell curve asserted that. The consensus among geneticists is that IQ is 85% nature, 15% nurture, and black IQ is a matter of record. Joe makes things up on air. 
As Asmador says, Joe, and he did not resort to any childish insult. I will accept that your word is not worth a plug nickel, but that's fine enough. It's not really an insult. Um, Dan East says, remember, James, I sent you $5 this stream, but Odyssey stole it, so I'm not a cheapskate. I know that, uh, Dan East. I saw you donated and requested a third hour. I appreciate it. I'm seeing a couple of people's, um, you know, it seemed like the whole website of Odyssey went down because everybody wants to see Hake and Jesse Lee and, uh, and others on Odyssey, so we are overwhelming their servers with the sheer numbers of godly men and, and women who want to see it. So, uh, so sometimes Odyssey may accidentally, they're not thieves, I don't think, or are they? Um, but they cheated, charged you $5 and would, didn't even post your $5 message. What a mess. <laughs> so I appreciate that, guys. I will look out for it. I know Brandon M. gave a super chat to Jesse Lee's uh, Odyssey stream. And his got eaten. And, you know, the Odyssey website went down. But it is a pretty good platform, guys. They, At least so far, they have not censored us. So, rad row! <laughs> Bucky B. I really like the feel of that movie. The Shining, even though I don't like the crimes depicted therein. I'm not into crime. (laughs) But, let me quickly, before I get to calls, hang tight guys, I will get to you. Let me share this interesting study. (laughs) This poll. They needed a poll for this. This is reported from the Epic Times. Poll says, vaccinated older Americans vastly more worried about COVID-19, that's the China virus, slash commie virus, Vastly more worried, the vaccinated older Americans are vastly more worried about COVID-19 than unvaccinated older Americans. (laughs) Now, I fully support the vaccine or whatever Google-owned YouTube and Sleepy Biden want me to say, the White House, you know. But Trump was right. Don't let this sickness roll over your life or the vaccine mandate. Don't be afraid. Don't panic. Live be healthy, be free. Jesus said it best in the Bible. You know Jesus, Christ. Some of you guys don't know him. <laughs> but he said, it's in the Bible. It's a fact. Do not worry. He said that. Or something along those lines in, in his language back then. It's documented. Do not worry. But people want to worry, especially the women. And, by the way, just a shout-out to the, my uh, network fellow host, Jesse Lee Peterson, who was on the show before mine. He had a great message. It was at the beginning of the third hour today. He had a great monologue and or... I know he talked on the phone, too, with somebody, but I think he had a monologue as well. Today, Thursday, the 30th of September, 2021, A.D., 
pray and watch. It'll be clear what you need to do. You don't have to worry or figure out or think about what to do. He was on the line with a lady who was all worried about revelations and the vaccine mandate and stuff. And maybe there's some truth to it. But there's no reason to worry. The Bible even says do not worry. All in a panic over the vaccine mandates. But this is so funny to me because you need a poll to tell you that the uh, unvaccinated Americans are not as worried about the virus as the vaccinated older Americans. (laughs) The Epic Times reports older Americans who are fully vaccinated are more concerned about the China virus than those who are unvaccinated, according to a poll. They need a poll to tell them this released Wednesday by the Associated Press and the NORC, N-O-R-C, Center for Public Affairs Research. The poll found about 25% of vaccinated adults age 50 and older said they are not worried about either, either them or a family member becoming infected with the China virus. That's 25%. Only 25% are not worried of the vaccinated adults over 50. In comparison, 61% of unvaccinated Americans age 50 and over said they are not worried. Wow. Vaccination is not providing people with relief. AP-NORC stated in their analysis. Though, meaning relief from worry. Because worry is not cured by physical means. Those who are vaccinated are more worried about infection from the virus, are more likely to practice social distancing, are more likely to describe their mental health as worse, dumb liberals, than last year compared to those who are not vaccinated. Overall, one in three Americans age 50 and older have reported feeling socially isolated, or at least sometimes, the poll found, because they have these communist shutdowns. They want people mentally ill and committing suicide and all that. Then they can swoop in with more false solutions to the problem the problems, the crises that they created. (laughs) Uh, One in four have said their relationships and social lives have worsened over the past year because of all this hatred and suspicion that they promote. The mainstream media has been pushing fear ever since they found a get-Trump angle with this China virus thing, right? They were ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it until it became an issue. Until what... well into it becoming an issue for some. And then they figured out, oh, we can blame Trump. Falsely blame Trump. Visiting with friends and family in person, doing volunteer work, attending religious services, and talking with neighbors have declined, this study found. (laughs) They needed a study, a survey. Older adults are more often using social media and video chat services since before the pandemic communist shutdown started. Being on social media is not good for you, by the way, they say. The AP quoted 73-year-old Oliver Midget, M-I-D-G-E-T-T-E, who is not vaccinated, is saying he rarely uses a mask and doesn't allow COVID-19 to worry him. Nice. I grew up in the old days. I ate dirt. I drank water from a hose. I played outside. I don't live in a cage right now, he told AP. Nice. Right on, Oliver Midget. 73-year-old man, live, live. Lee Sharp, 54-year-old IT consultant, information technology, who was seriously sick from the virus last year, he told AP, far-left enemies of America, Associated Press, enemies of America, just evil. 
AP. They won't even use the term illegal alien. They'll pretend transgenders are a, a different gender from their reality, real gender. They hate Trump. They pretend Trump is quote-unquote racist. They're evil, AP. But anyway, back to this story. Lee Sharp told them he, came, he was seriously sick from the virus last year, according to him. He told the news outlet he wanted to get the vaccine but decided not to because of the forcefulness in which the vaccines were pushed. Exactly. Thank you, Lee Sharp, 54-year-old IT consultant. That's how a lot of people feel. And in fact, that guy yesterday, that guy who I called a, uh, a bad example, sarcastically, um, Jonathan Isaac, the black dude with the wild hair, 23 years old, NBA player, Christian man, did not kneel for the Black Lives Matter scumbags, Georgia, Florida mess. He did not fall for that he, because he's a sensible young man, a Christian. He already came down with the China virus. He called it COVID. And he said, well, in my age group currently and my level of physical fitness at this time, I don't think that it's, I think it's worth me not, I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm vaccine hesitant is what he said. And he was smeared as an anti-vaxxer by the Rolling Stone sleazy communist enemy of Amer- enemies of America. And he also said another reason why I don't, I'm hesitant to get this thing, is uh, what this guy said, the forcefulness in which the vaccines are pushed. Yeah, because the mainstream media is smearing anybody who, who doesn't, who's leery at all about it. And they are, um, the liberals are just calling, you're a selfish person if you don't wear a mask outdoors and, and get this vaccine. Evil people, malicious, judgmental, Angry people. I thought, I'm sorry, I thought anger was not good for your health. But they're angry. They're evil. And they think the vaccine is going to save them? As time passed, I have less and less trust, Lee Sharp says. And he quotes people as, as saying stuff like this. Masks don't do anything. Masks do something. You need two masks. You need four masks. You need disposable masks. No cloth masks are okay. What the heck, he said. <laughs> he said, what the heck. Now listen to this woman. Bronwyn Russell, age 58, said she receives the vaccine but always wears a mask when she leaves her home in Illinois. I'm worried. I don't want to get sick, said Mrs. Russell, age 58, who said she is searching for part-time work while collecting disability benefits before appearing to cast blame on those who are not worried about the virus. The people who are going on about their lives are just in their own little bubbles of selfishness and don't believe in facts. Is this woman black? Bronwyn, B-R-O-N-W-Y-N, Russell. Sounds like she might be a black, but I don't know. Anyway, she's a liberal old woman. Not that old, 58. But she's, she's out there judging others, worried, and a mess. Pathetic. Collecting disability benefits. I wonder if she's fat. (laughs) Anyway, a poll released by Gallup this week suggests Americans vastly overestimate the hospitalization rate for the China virus among those who are unvaccinated, according to the Epoch Times. Citing federal health data and accounting for uh, different scenarios, the pollster said it concluded that the hospitalization to case ratio is fewer than 1%. So if you're unvaccinated and you catch the virus, they're saying, according to this Gallup poll, 
that fewer than 1% of, of, of you people who get, the vaccine, who get the virus after not being vaccinated are going to needing hospitalization. Oh, fewer than 1% for both unvaccinated and vaccinated individuals. 92% of all Americans overstate the risk that, the un, that unvaccinated people will be hospitalized. Wow. 62% overstated the risk for vaccinated individuals, according to a blog post. 41% of Democrat voters thought that there was a 50% chance that an unvaccinated individual will be hospitalized for COVID-19. Democrats, so dumb. And they say that about us, but they are dumber. Isn't that interesting? Democrats are more likely to overstate hospitalization risks for unvaccinated people, which may fuel efforts often led by the Democrat Party so-called leaders to enforce both mask and vaccine mandates, which is what Gallup concluded. And Gallup are a bunch of liberals. The AP NORC poll survey surveyed 1,000 people aged 50 and older, reported a margin of error about four percentage points. They have no love. Have love. Uh, R. Galuna says, seriously, the mask is super divisive and people thrive on it. Yeah. People love judgment. Love to hate. <laughs> Interesting. I'm <laughs> um, just reading what ADD, Dr. ADD told his daughter. Anyway, um, oh, there's more Super Chats, guys. Let me read some Super Chats before I get back to calls. Uh, Lin Yan Chin gave a Super Chat. He felt that he was a little slow on this. He wanted to get on, in on uh, Joe from Phoenix, who called my show just earlier, last hour. Lin Yan Chin states, please ask broken sexual Joe Kenyon. I don't know, man. Don't call him that. But anyway, if he, (laughs) he put he in quotes, attended the late great Earl of Dementia's funeral while holding T's hand to find comfort. This is just, he's just joking around. We don't know what happened with Earl. He could be alive. We don't know anything. It's just, we, all we know is we haven't heard from him in several weeks now. He has disappeared for a month or so on end before. Maybe we need somebody to call in and, uh, and be his, uh, you know, imitator. Somebody requested that. But thank you. Thank you, Lin Yen Chin. He thinks that uh, Joe went to Earl's funeral with T holding hands. What a mess. Um, Rock Climber gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. You know, Jesse Lee Peterson said that women have fear. He yelled at some woman who was yelling at him for something. I don't know. Maybe Jesse Lee didn't have a mask on outside, at a park, outdoors, all by himself. And some women are like, put on a mask. He's like, no. This was early on. He's like, women wear masks. Women have fear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bible go to guy says, "Are you kidding? Broken sexual is hilarious." And he also says, "Now that is truly funny. Joe would rather lie even if the truth benefited him." So Asmador said, 
Nice. So, Lin Yan Chin and Asmodor, you have a fan in Bible Go To Guy. But Rock Climber says, You notice how women always have to have the last word. Joe is just like his mommy the devil, <laughs> says Rock Climber. Shout out, Rock Climber. It's been nice hearing from you. Call in. Um, he always has to try and sneak in the last word and project out onto you what he is. A liar snake in the grass, and I wouldn't be surprised if Joe was Eve Beta. <laughs> uh, Joe, th- Joe from Phoenix. Real name, not going to say, because uh, I don't dox people. But um, these people are all over you, man. Repent. Do the silent prayer. Do Jesse Lee Peterson's silent prayer. Have some humility. Double check here. Okay, thank you guys. Appreciate that. Let me get to a call. Justin in Virginia wants to talk with me. Justin, thank you for holding. Go for it. Hey, hey, how you doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Nice. Um, I just wanted to ask you, do you uh, support capital punishment? Yes, that's the death penalty. I support the death penalty, capital punishment. Swift justice, too. Because there are crimes for which people deserve to die. And um, the Bible says that the authorities do not wield the sword for nothing. The sword represents death. Okay, what crimes do you think are worth death? Because I used to, well, I'm still, I guess, 50-50 on the fence. Oh, okay. But isn't that kind of like man playing God, in a sense? No. It, I mean, so, in some cases, probably some males do, and, and women especially, do play God. For example, there was this, this fee, black female attorney general under Obama. You like how disdainfully I say Obama? Who Absolutely. pursued the death penalty against Dylan Roof. Because Dylan Roof shot up that church. He was angry at the attack on whites and he went after some innocent blacks or purported I don't know they didn't do anything to him and he he murdered he mass murdered a bunch of blacks in a church on uh because he was too cowardly to go into the hood and do it because the hood shoots back and so but yep. she she pursued the death penalty not because he murdered people but because he was racist and did it that's why she even had any say in it because the federal government pretends to play god and think that racism is worse than murder. They're evil. And so, yes, there, is, there are examples in which men or women play God with the capital punishment. That was a case of that. Um, but God put, uh, God put the authorities in place. I'm not saying that there are, there are th- authorities are not corrupt. They are. But he put the authorities in place. They're his representative to mete out justice. Because justice is not about revenge. Just, I agree Justin, with that. You're, you're making some racket. Are you oh, working at, no. are you Are you pulling stuff out of your toolbox? Actually, no. I was pulling the trash can down the driveway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, no, but no. I was on... Um, I agree with what you just said. I was just... And you asked me what crimes... You asked me what crimes? I was just going through my Bible. The, yeah, I was just going through my Bible the other day, and it was speaking on how all wrath is, you know, saved for God, 
are supposed to be like that. And I just wanted to get your opinion on it, see what you thought. Can you repeat that? All something or something from God? All, all wrath is for God, you know? Oh, all yeah. All wrath is supposed to be saved for God. Vengeance is... Vengeance, think about it. Yeah, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Uh, yeah. And the wrath... I like, I like that term. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's why I like a disciplined and just and fair and even-handed and dispassionate um, justice system and death penalty in which it's not about passion, it's not about a, uh, the court of public opinion, it's not about uh, rich or poor or black or white or men or women or straight or w- not morally straight or whatever, Christian or whatever. It is about what's right or wrong. Did he do the crime? Then he's got to do the time or die. Because <laughs> some, some crimes are worthy of that. I think, like, for example, I would say m- maybe most murders uh, okay. should be the death penalty, or, or many murders anyway. I don't know if it's all murders. Um, mm-hmm. Some people say that rape... But see, that's where fine gets gray, though. I mean, if it's murder, it should be all murder. You know, like, Not necessarily. Where do you draw the line, though? I don't know, but I'm not, because I'm not the authority. I haven't had time to, to work that out with God, right? And I guess because we're raised in a world where we don't necessarily... But just because you don't know exactly where like to draw... Just because you don't know exactly where to draw that line doesn't mean you don't, you don't commit the death penalty. Because people like to go into the gray areas, or whatever, or the, par- the areas uh, where, what about this and this? Like, ab- like abortion. What about rape and incest? Well, yes, we should ban abortion there too, but they try to do they try to go to these rare, odd, weird cases that people feel sorry for the the mother or whatever. Whereas mm-hmm. if a person commits an, an actual murder, as opposed to a murder with an asterisk, such as the one for which Derek Chauvin was convicted of quote unquote murder against uh, Georgia, Florida, that's not a real murder. That's why I say that there's, that's one of the reasons I say that that's, all murder is not real murder. Oh, well, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's take it a case by case. It's, it's quite clear yeah. that James Holmes, who went into the uh, movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, should have gotten the death penalty because he shot, up, shot and killed a bunch of people inside that movie theater. And there's... As far as I understand, there's no question that it was him. If there is any yeah. reasonable doubt, then he shouldn't have even been convicted, much less punished. But now they have like, yeah. now they have like endless, uh, ridiculous appeals, appellate court system where people who are clearly guilty and deserve what they get, they're able to appeal. They're in, they're on death row for like years and decades and never die from it, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. They deserve the death penalty, and quick. And it's a waste of taxpayer money and everything, too. Yeah, exactly. So, All right, anyway. well, I appreciate it. And um, real quick, I also wanted to tell you, as I was listening earlier, earlier this week, and I heard that man getting on you about being a homosexual because you ain't been with any women. I want to let you know, man, I, didn't, I don't think... It sounded like you let it bother you, but don't ever let something like that bother you. Because <laughs> yeah. when I was in the fall state, I, I had laid down with my share of women, and don't get me wrong, and once God opened my eyes, uh-huh. like, I'm with a, 
I'm with a I'm with a woman now, and um, we're about to tie the knot here soon. And she's a virgin, and I wish I was a virgin myself. Like, cause I just feel you know, I just feel like I gave it away to nobody. And I really wish that was something I would have saved. Like, if you're living in this world just to have sex, you're living for the wrong reason. Yeah, yeah. Blacks think that it's black. So-called Christians think that it's at least the ones who've come in, onto the show, the liberals. They think that it's impossible to to be a human and not have sex out of wedlock. Vulgar. <laughs> that's, that's so far from the truth. It's I know. Funny. Yep. Huh. I, I appreciate that, Justin. Yeah, no problem. But man. I don't think Take that care. males can be virgins. They can just not have had sex before. Yes, I, but those, I agree with but that. But also, I will say that um, there's it's, it's not worth living with regret because you can be... You can be better than someone who's not had sex by repenting. Then you are truly innocent rather than just naive. You got your innocence back because you're born again of God. That's better than just someone, just a young man who's never had sex before. Because then you have strength. Yeah. It's not that you want to have done it, but well, you can't change what you did in the past. So don't be thinking of it as some special thing. Return to reality. Live in reality. No regrets. Okay. Nice. I hear you loud and clear. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thank you, Justin. And uh, good luck. (laughs) Thank you. You too. All right. You too. Very nice. One line open, guys. Um, Man. Let me quickly get to Dawning Armor, who wants to talk with me. It's been a while since I've heard from Dawning Armor. What's up, Dawning Armor? We, hey, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Doing fine. You know why I chuckle? Because I have you probably confused because sometimes I complain about you calling in as Dawning Armor, so sometimes you call in as, as your first name. But then you, you hear from callers like Lord Grimm, and I've never co- gotten on him <laughs> for... Calling in on without his first name, so anyway. Oh, oh just um, my my first name's Christopher, but yeah, Donning Armor is what I go by. It's my <laughs> online alias, and uh, I mean no disrespect by it. No problem. Okay, well, first and foremost, you finally got a call since you didn't decide to call him. He called you. No white guilt. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Was that pro- was that to- prompted by you? Or was that just on his own? Curious, just curious. Or do you know? Oh, uh, that was on, that was on his own. I was nice. surprised to see that he called into your show, but yeah. I really do hope that you guys talk to each other. I really do. He seems like a cool um, guy. It was tough to talk to him because his phone connection was pretty bad. But I, uh, yes, I would like was. to talk with him again. He's a smart guy. Yeah, his phone, his phone connection was not. Uh, not not very great. So, um, but I hope that you guys do have a, a conversation. I think that you would really benefit from it. Nice. And I think you guys would benefit from each other. Uh, each other. So that's cool, man. Um, Appreciate that. But um, now that that's aside, I have to admonish you, James Haig. Go for it. You're making a fool of yourself, bro. How? When you take these calls from these anti-whites, especially the people that are the black Hebrew Israelites, you're, you're sticking to this Christian game, and it's just not working out for us, is it? 
What do you mean? <laughs> what do you well, mean, I mean, I mean by that? You guys get in these little debates and back and forth over um, biblical scripture and this and that. It yeah. doesn't matter. Facts don't matter. History doesn't matter. No facts matter. True. Feelings do not care about facts. Yep. That's true. So call them out for what they are. Call them out for what they are. They're anti-white pieces of filth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are. Knock them out the park, Dre. Say again? Knock them out the park. Knock them out the park when I, when I say that, is that. Because that is what the black Hebrew Israelites are. But they are lost. They hate white people. They hate white people. That's all they do. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. They talk about slavery. White people ended slavery. Black people invented it, and they're still doing it. So <laughs> yeah. don't talk to, to me about day. any of this garbage. To white people day. ended it. You're welcome. Yeah. You're an anti-white piece of filth. Get the heck out of my face. That's all you got to say. Don't don't engage with these morons. <laughs> well, I appreciate the inputs. I think I I might take some of that because you are making fair points that I don't uh, bring up. Sometimes it's just so obvious. But uh, yeah, I I understand for entertainment purposes. Yeah, uh, it, it's okay to engage with them at times. But you play you know play with them. Don't don't try to um, argue with them. There is no argument. The argument doesn't matter. They hate white people. They're anti-white. Period. Do you want to talk to one of them? Not really. But if okay. you want me to, I will. No, I don't. I won't. I won't. I definitely won't force you, man. Um, oh, you don't have to force me. If there's somebody that wants to talk to me, then they could talk. Oh, to I me. don't know if he wants to talk to you either. He called probably before you did. I'm not. I'm not even sure. But uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe another time. Well, I appreciate it, Donning Armor. And uh, all right, brother. By the way, um, you've commented about the vaccination thing. What's your take on all of this stuff going on? Just briefly, what do you think about the YouTube trying to censor people who are vax suspicious? And I know you've gotten the so-called vaccine. Are you going to get a booster shot? And what do you think of it? Any? Do you have any statement about that stuff? Just curious. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um... I've had the vaccine and I've had the booster shot. I felt um, kind of like mild cold symptoms after the booster, but it wasn't that bad. It lasted a couple days and then I felt better. Uh, I recommend people to get it. If you don't want to get it, I'm not going to force it on you. That's your decision. I don't really care. And uh, don't get your medical advice from YouTube videos. Probably talk to your doctor. That's my recommendation say that last part one more time i was reading it yeah i was just saying don't get your medical advice from youtube videos right get it from your doctor because Uh, i see yeah all right they're obviously more equipped and trained in this type of thing i don't think that we need to listen to a youtube video telling us that i don't know everything uh, sterilizes you, or it puts nanobots in you so that the government can track you, or whatever the stupid nonsense is that they claim out there. I have never if heard you don't that want claim, to hear it, except for on CNN. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, it's it's claimed quite a bit, but yeah. I just, you know, do your own thing. I, I'm not going to force anything on anybody. Personally, me, I made the decision. I got the vaccine and the, and the booster shot, and I think that other people should as well. You sound like Trump. 
Trump is re- uh, Trump is reasonable like you. that. He he got it, but he says you have your freedoms. But I encourage you to get it. But you have your freedoms. Well, you just compared me to Donald Trump, and you know how I feel. About <laughs> I forget. I I know that you uh, felt that he was a shyster. I remember that, and I don't remember what else. Did you vote for him? Uh, I did the second time. Okay. Yes. The what, first time I voted for Hillary Clinton. That's right, because you had not been, um, you were a, a dumb liberal at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I thought that um, she was more competent, uh, and I I went for her. I, I just think that Donald Trump's a con artist. I thought he always was. I thought he always <laughs> is, and he always will be. But, you know, that's my opinion. Uh, and Hillary Clinton I is not? Uh, she's a lying scumbag politician. <laughs> yeah. All right. I did. I went for the the competence over ignorance, and the second time around, I thought, you know what? Maybe it's better to have an incompetent person uh, in charge rather than a competent person that can actually get things done, but would do them that would harm uh, us, uh, yeah. America, and whites in general. So I went with Donald Trump a second time. An unrelenting stream of immigration and people of European <laughs> stock will be an absolute minority. And that's not a positive no. thing. I mean, that's not a negative thing. That's the source of our strength. <laughs> that Joe Biden? <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I didn't vote for Joe Biden. Trust yeah. me, brother. Well, I appreciate it, man. Um, it's good to hear from you, Donning Armor. Take care. All right. Always, always a pleasure. You as well. All right. Bye. Even no white guilt voted for Trump twice, says Austin 316. Austin 316 says, you and your John 316. But anyway, uh, let me just double check the uh, Super Chats. 54% of new China virus hospitalizations in America, Asmador, are occurring among the fully vaxxed. I mean, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't fully prevent the thing. Even look at Israel. Um, they're never going to let go of the newfound power-grabbing mess that they have. And the judgment, the judgment, it's ridiculous. Let me just double-check. I wanted to see. There may have been some. Oh, let me just play for you a couple of quick clips here. Before I get back to calls, lines are full, guys. Hang tight. Um, man, okay. Let me show you Terry McAuliffe. He is, I guess he's the governor of, what, Virginia or something like that? I don't remember. But Terry McAuliffe is a Democrat. He's a sleazy person. Totally sleazy person. If I remember correctly, I think he's like a Clinton friend. But he claims, in this clip, it's a very brief clip and it kind of cuts off, but it comes in saying, I inherited a, uh, a deficit, kind of like how Obama inherited the George W. Bush economy and fixed it or whatever. Or Clinton pretends that he fixed the economy too, right? All lies. And then he says something about the leading conservative in America. Bill Crystal, the never-Trumper, the, uh, the, uh, goes on CNN 
and bashes real Americans all the time. The guy who's pretends that January 6th, the mostly peaceful protest at the Capitol was, I don't know what he says about it, ridiculous person, neocon, the son of a neocon, the son of the man who wrote the book on being a neocon, <laughs> on neoconservatism. Listen to Terry McAuliffe, this Democrat. <laughs> economy from a Republican governor that had a gigantic deficit. And I left a huge surplus when I left office. And that's the reason why so many Republicans have endorsed me. Over two dozen prominent Republicans. Tonight, I have the leading conservative in America here, Bill Kristol, who has endorsed my campaign for governor. I have <laughs> Delegate Dave Ramadan, one of the most conservative. Dave Ramadan. <laughs> Sounds real. That's a great American name. What a mess. Isn't that funny? To me, that is just shocking. Well, I mean, I guess that's the, that's the liberal world where they think that he's the leading conservative the leading conservative in America. And last quick one, this was uh, Matt Walsh, the great Matt Walsh. Didn't he get groiped over the, over the summer? Or over the spring? Matt Walsh is a blogger, speaker. He's been on Jesse Lee Peterson's uh, radio show a few years, four years ago, I think. He went and confronted some of those school board members. You know how a lot of people are getting these viral videos by confronting school boards? And these school boards want to stifle the speech of the people, and they, don't, they want to prevent the conservatives from getting their viral videos confronting them. You know, little girls are getting it. Uh, grown males are getting it. Women are getting these viral videos going after these school boards because these school boards are the scum of the earth. And, well, listen to what Matt Walsh says. Try not to be distracted by how fast he's talking. He kind of has to talk fast because they only give him a minute to speak. Listen to this. He went into Virginia and did this. I think of Virginia. Matthew Walsh. Hello. I would thank you all for allowing me to speak to you tonight, but you tried not to allow it, yet here I am. Now, you only give us 60 seconds, so let me get to the point. You are all child abusers. You prey upon impressionable children and indoctrinate them into your insane ideological cult, a cult which holds many fanatical views, but none so deranged as the idea that boys are girls and girls are boys. By imposing this vile nonsense on students to the point even of forcing young girls to share locker rooms with boys, you deprive these kids of safety and privacy and something more fundamental too, which is truth. If education is not grounded in truth, then it is worthless. Worse, it is poison. You are poison. You are predators. I can see why you try to stop us from speaking. You know that your ideas are indefensible. You silence the opposing side because you have no argument. You can only hide under your beds like pathetic little gutless cowards hoping we shut up and go away. But we won't. I promise you that. Thank you for your time, and I'll talk to you again very, very soon. He sounds so much like Ben Shapiro, huh? Oh, my gosh. They work together. They work together. He's right about that. And then you have, like, these reply guys in the replies. He is right. These people are sick predators of children. It's disgusting. Liam Vincent says, Hilarious how you talk about objective truth in education, yet probably support the mandatory prayer and Bible study in public schools. Give me a break. This guy's just making stuff up. Dave Perino, some, black, some liberal, I don't know what he is, says, you 
leased property in Virginia to provide th- provide this senseless blather? The school board are child abusers? School is in VA. School in VA, Virginia, is indoctrination? Yes, and yes. Listening to your diatribe, you spend more time on projection as opposed to working to state or solve some unknown problem. Facepalm. Dumb liberals, huh? That guy is right. It's, it's, I don't know. It is evil what they're doing to the children. It's sick. Education system is a mess. An absolute mess. But uh, the camera did not show him. Those of you listening on the audio podcast, it's just showing these dumb people. And it looks like the camera is showing, basically looking at the school board members from a balcony way in the back. And you don't see the guy talking. 60 seconds is rigged. They uh, did the same mess to us over uh, in Sacramento when they were trying to get rid of the uh, money bail system. Should be two and a half minutes, says Canadian David. Can you imagine a nine-year-old using pronouns to identify himself or herself? Give me a break. But these school boards are sick. Why doesn't JLP post on Facebook? Because we, uh, Facebook doesn't like JLP. They censored him. That's why XC, they censored him. He only has the Bond page right now. Facebook is evil. Google is evil. Twitter is evil. American Creationist says, Walsh is based. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't like this reading stuff. I don't like this fast-talking stuff. I like words of power. I like that he's a man and fighting. I do appreciate that. Or a male, anyway, and trying to fight. Anyway. Let me get to Alexandra from Phoenix, Arizona. What's up, Alexandra? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing fine. Thank you. That's good. Um, I had called because, uh, I had just heard you and that other caller talking about the death penalty. Yeah. And, you know, the more that I learn about politics, I realize that I'm actually pretty far to the right. But when it comes to the death penalty, I just, I, I don't think that that's correct because it's like organized and planned out. And how do we know that we're not taking that person's life away before maybe they have a chance to find God, you know? Like, I just feel like if someone... Does that make sense? Um, I've heard that. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a sensible response because if you're threatened with death that brings you reality if you are if you are uh given the death penalty you have at least a day to repent and hopefully your your death penalty comes swiftly and then the reality of life and death 
will maybe awaken some to repent and die or not repent and die. You're, you, you, you trying to get rid of the death penalty is you playing God, playing Mama God. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you keep well, yes. on, if you, all this soft stuff is preventing people, allowing people to live longer, longer, as the wise man once said. As wise men once said. I've heard it. Okay. When you, well, when you give people, uh, uh, when you give people all this medicine stuff, after they've lived wrong and gotten themselves sick, if they don't yeah. heal, if, if they don't, repent and turn around then uh you've only enabled their their lo- wrong living it's kind of like if you uh if you let a drug addict son come back and live with you you're enabling him to live longer 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 and you know i i think i do agree with you in that sense yeah but the other side of it is, you know how um, Jesse teaches, you know, all thoughts are all lies. So it's just like, how do we know that whoever decided in their head to give that person the death penalty isn't, how, how do we know that they're not being deceived by Satan to, to send this, that person to death, you know? But you're the one thinking that. <laughs> because the death penalty was in the Bible. Really? Yeah. The Old Testament, they, they had the death penalty. And in the New Testament, they said, uh, they said, obey the authorities as far as it depends on you, as far as what's right. Because he, is that a, is that a baby? Oh, yes, it's my new boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's cute. It's fine. It's not distracting. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, there's some, there's cases where evil people listen to Satan and push the death penalty, like what they did to Dylan Roof and that, but, um, just because he's so-called racist, and that's not a crime, racism is not a crime, it's not even a real thing, but, um, the, uh, death penalty was, is biblical, it's logical, it should be done by men, men of authority. <laughs> I know that you're running out of time, but do you have a, a quick story of in the Bible when it happened? I haven't read much of the Bible. Well, I know that God struck down a couple of liars who were in that in that church, um, in the early church. There were a, a man and his wife sold their property and gave part of the money, but pretended it was all the money to the early church. And one of those guys, I don't know if it was Peter or somebody, I think it was in the book of Acts, asked the uh, wife, is that all the money? And she's all, yeah, that's the money. And she was struck down by God. And then the husband came back later, or maybe it was the husband died first. And then the, the wife came back later, and she's all, yes, that was the price. And she was struck down too. And it wasn't struck down by men. It was like, I think that God struck them down. But, um, yeah, I mean, the death penalty in the uh, Old Testament is prescribed for many different violations of God's law. And uh, I think that it applies to this day. 
for murderers and such. Because women and, and female-minded soft liberals and males, they feel sorry for the criminals. And they don't, wanna, they don't want to... Um, they feel sorry for the criminals and it, does, it just brings more evil into the world. Well, I wouldn't say me personally, I necessarily feel sorry for them. I just, I guess I was just conflicting if, if it's okay for man to decide who lives, who dies. But I suppose I could agree with you that if they were men of God. Yeah, and it should be based on logic. Like, logic state, it's, it's the, it's not that men are even deciding. It's what they did, and it's clear that they did it, and this is what, what happens to those who do it. It's not man deciding, just man picking and choosing. We should get we should get men and, and females and uh, and intellectuals out of that whole process. But now you you are right. The justice system is full of intellectuals. Is when you when you're saying man deciding, intellectuals right. are perverting justice, and maybe that's partly why you have such a problem. In all honesty, you shouldn't even have to worry your pretty little head about th- about this stuff. It should be men's <laughs> stuff, men's business. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. I just, I just ponder sometimes. Let there be no hesitation. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm quoting, a, I'm quoting a song from 16 Horsepower. It's called Strong Man. And it might be about them killing Jesus. But oh. uh, it, was, it was a great song, and it has, it has to do with them meeting out the death penalty against a, a violator. There's no doubt that this man did it, and he must die for it. And you cannot hesitate for a, in meeting out proper justice. And proper justice, I'm not talking about black Hebrew Israelites beating the white man because they hate white people, and they think white people are uh, Satan's children. I'm talking about so reality. Then, what do you think is, is worthy of the, of the death penalty? Like, what, what type of crime? You've gotten kind of muffled. But I think murder is one of them. Okay. Yep. Okay, well, thanks for taking my call, Hank. Thank you, Alexandra. Nice to hear from you. Take care. You too. All right, bye. Mr. Sandman says, See, this is where hate contradicts himself. The death penalty is big in communist countries like China. Is it? But China, they're, they're less female than America. Because America is a huge communist country. It's not a, it's a female-minded communist country. Soft on, soft on, uh, soft on crime. And comes down hard against the men and whites. So, doesn't. And the death penalty in China, I bet you it's, um, it's corrupt. I heard in Japan, somebody told me that in Japan it's corrupt. Because they will, uh, try to beat confessions out of people rather than look for the truth, because they're not Christians. They're not men over there. In Japan, they have a problem of, like, a lack of men. So don't, I'm not contradicting myself. You're just coming up with a, an example where, oh, communists do the death penalty too. That's not an argument against the death penalty. You know who else was against vaccine mandates? Hitler. <laughs> That's an actual headline from, uh, I forget, Jacobin. Jacobin? J- J- Jacobin? I don't know, some liberal, not Christian, uh, new media outlet. (laughs) But anyway, guys, based? (laughs) 
Man, uh, quickly. Oh, I got to try to get to all you guys. Daniel in Wisconsin, been on hold forever. What's up, Daniel? How you doing, man? Hey, Hick. Hey. All's well. Right on. How you been? Been fine. How about you? Uh, just working and, you know, uh, taking things, you know, as they come. Yeah, good. That's a great way to live. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I just kind of, I find things interesting how people perceive uh, medicines in regards to the jab. And I just kind of wanted to add the comment, like with nurses and doctors, to people that kind of recommend the jab, um, they consider that they'll lose their license if they go against it or prescribe or suggest anything other than the vaccination, like ivermectin, hydrochloroquine, or Regeneron. I totally, I totally disavow all of those things that you just mentioned because (laughs) I believe, well, um, I think that there is some of that going on. They say that the pharmaceutical industry, uh, kind of has doctors in their pocket. I don't know if, I don't know how true it is, but it, I, you know, I wouldn't doubt that there's corruption in that world. And there's, I told you guys, I've told you guys how a lot of, sensible, logical men have left the medical field because they didn't want to take the flu shot years ago, and now they're truckers. Like, there's a a man from Ukraine who became a male nurse, and then with the flu shot mandate, which was instituted during the Obama administration, I don't know who did it, but it was during that administration, he quit and he became a trucker. <laughs> Crazy, huh? So, like, oh. logical men <laughs> are leaving the medical field and doctors, so many of the time, they're fat, and they're not healthy. It's not health care, it's sick care. They take care of you where you're sick, and they help you with your symptoms, not with your root issue, which is, I mean, really, it's people's, a lot of people's physical issues stem from their sin inside, their anger, their, their evil, their right. lack of self-control, which comes from the sin inside, inside. So, yeah, I would, I would say that you are right, and there are other things, and there is, I mean, look at it, it's quite clear that they are, um, they have this huge propaganda, like this push, this pro-vax push is a turnoff for a lot of people who are not even necessarily right. anti-vax. If they were sensible, they would be like the sun, and just beam, and people would be attracted Rather than repelled. So, anyway. Man, you're right about that, though, Daniel. I appreciate it. I got to end. Great hearing from you. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking my call, Hank. Yeah, Keep thank up you. Keep the good work. You, yep. All right. Take care. All right. You Bye. Callers, I got to end. Robert in Kansas wanted to talk about the vaccine mandates. I'll have to get to you tomorrow or whenever we can. Mark in Santa Monica wanted to know why I let the black collars on so long. And all the rest of the callers, I will hopefully talk to you tomorrow or another day. This has been the Hake Report. Uh, Thanks, and take care.
Thank you.